good whatever time of the day it is you happen to be listening this is the pna podcast express episode number 537-826-932529-37843 alpha numeric 352 delta hi i'm adam filkins as always with me is phil nickel and uh, we are here at the std if you want to email us Email us at pnapodcastexpress at gmail.com. That is pumpernickel, uh, nihilist, aquatic, aquatic, podcastexpress at gmail.com, or pineapplenipplearsehole at gmail.com. If uh, you don't like the phonetics I use, why don't you send us some? Send us some better phonetics. Stop being such a bitch and email us some phonetics that we could use. Stop being a bitch, bitch. Bitch. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, So I think that covers everything. We, uh, this past weekend, oh, God damn. we were at Tuscaloosa. If you were not, um, yeah, you weren't, and you missed it. That was a great show. That's right, it was. We will be posting our uh, recap show with the guys from Old Guys Rockin', and uh, just a, a really, really great, uh, you know, great event. It was packed. Uh, even though it was in a gigantic uh, place, it was Huge. it was packed. It was big. Yeah, I was really really shocked at the turnout for it. We had great weather for it, even though it wasn't supposed to be. But Mother Nature said, "I ain't fucking with the rock." She said, "Let there be rock," and yes. there was, and there was, and it was good. Ah, I had. That's such a great time. Today's just been a huge letdown because I had to go back to being an engineer. Yeah. Whereas, like, Saturday I felt like I was a fucking rock star. Yeah. Oh. It was a blast. We oh. interviewed people. We uh, interviewed all the bands. We we just... It was a great time overall. I'm anxious for the uh, video to get Cannot released. Cannot wait for the video. I'm, yeah. It's going to be a good time. I know Eric's got a lot of editing, and he's very particular. He does a great job, but I cannot wait to see the video, man. I can't wait to see the video. Yeah, me either. I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be pretty good. We, we I, had I some so. epic interviews. <laughs> we did have some good interviews. Yes. Oh. So. Just. <sighs> sorry. I'm uh, just. It was good. It, it was, was just. It was amazing. Our, the band lineup was Turbulence. The band Random, Tricks, The Blind Roots, Mercurials, Sugar Punk Fairies, Infamous Quick, The 99, and Detroit Rock City. The, the biggest, your biggest surprise band of the night. Uh, Blind Riot. Yeah, for me oh, too. Oh, those guys fucking killed it. They were really, really good. They're really, going, really good. I feel like they're going places. I do too. They I, gave I, us a great interview too. I, I, feel like, uh, I feel like the 99, they, they put on a hell of a show. Infamous Quick. They absolutely got the crowd. Oh, they just, just the crowd rocking. was in a frenzy when Infamous Quick was playing. Yeah. And it was cool. It, you know, you wouldn't think in uh, rural Tuscola County where we were at that you right. could pack that many people. I mean, it was, I don't want to say it was like a concert because it was a total concert. They it were, was, I went on stage and I looked out and I'm like, holy shit, there's a lot of people here. And I almost wet myself on stage again like I did in elementary school. Yes. Yeah. You, <sighs> I was like, boy, I hope Phil wore his absorbent pants. Because today. I'm up there talking, and you know, when I'm on the podcast, I have a, I, I fade in and out of the mic, and that's the number one thing. I'm, I'm talking on it, but you, everybody said, you and also Mike Abraham said, when you're on the mic, dude, you got to fucking just be on the mic. Yeah. Yeah, it's different than, you know, in this yeah. setting, when you're talking, there's nothing else going on. So if you if you turn your head and you fade out right, just a little bit, it's not, a, yeah. it's not a huge deal. But in that scenario where, like, 
you got to command the stage. I told some terrible jokes too. I don't know if anybody even laughed, but I had. I mean, I had a few jokes in there. I did. Yeah. It was, it, no, you did. What you said was fine. <laughs> yeah. But like I say, when you get on that stage, you got to command <laughs> the mic. Yes. Because those people are drunk and don't have an attention span. What? Yes. <laughs> yes. Although was, that, that might have been why uh, you weren't right on the mic. <laughs> the one thing we learned, we've learned one <laughs> valuable lesson from this all. I suck at running lights. So. <laughs> Tell the story. We, uh, I noticed that during a couple of the bands, the lights were just green. Like, right. they didn't change. They were just green. But it was still pretty light out, so the crowd really didn't notice. It was more of an accent light than than the true light. And then Plus, it wasn't dark yet, really. Right. We, it was really noticeable once it, dusk hit. And yeah. when, when Infamous Quick got on the stage, it kind of became noticeable that, well, now the lights are just blue. Like, they're just all blue. And their whole set, they were pretty much all blue. Yeah. And then when the 99 came on... Like, a song or two in, I noticed the lights started changing. What we found out was there was no light guy. Yeah, there and, was no light guy. And a lot of the controllers now and stuff are are programmable. Right. So you don't really need somebody to stand there and do that, but it has to be programmed and it has to be started. Well, apparently, the controller was not programmed. Nothing was set up for that. So the lights were just a color. And uh, Eric, who kind of was running the show, goes up to the sound guy and he says, Hey, why are those lights just green? Right. We need those to change. And so then the next thing we, they, we knew, they were all blue. Right. So uh, then Eric was running the lights, and, and I'm like, I, I could tell somebody was running the lights that it wasn't just going along with the sound or anything like that. And so I, uh, I walked over a little while later because I noticed that the lights, the running of the lights got a lot simpler. <laughs> and, and, and more sporadic. And, and less... Like, to the beat of the music. Or to the beat of anything, or like any rhyme or reason whatsoever. And it, it was really just changing between a couple of colors. And then all of a sudden a light came on for you, literally. Yeah, I, I'm sitting there watching that, and I'm like, I bet Phil is running lights. I bet Eric got Phil to run lights. So I walked over, <laughs> and I took over for Phil. And what was I doing? I was haphazardly <laughs> scrolling up and down on the, 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 the buttons with yeah. a beer in my hand, wasn't I? Yes. So... <laughs> Meanwhile, this this band that's really good, like a major act, is up there playing. <laughs> I'm hoping I'm not just fucking with them with running the lights because the '99 is a good band. <sighs> so I took over on lights, and you killed it, man. I I do feel like I did a pretty decent job, but I, I you know I do treat that like it's part of the it is part of the it show. Is. It was. Let me tell you what, Detroit Rock City. They looked the part. All their props were great. Their costumes were great. And the lights were great, so you helped make their show. Yeah, I, I feel like it. That's did all I'm going to say about Detroit Rock it. City. There you go. That's yeah. enough. They're complimentary. Yes, I complimented the things that I thought were good. Yes. <laughs> yep. Good job. <laughs> you should have been there. So the interview that was so great for the interview. I, I had to be coached to interview the lead singer of Detroit Rock City. I was, <laughs> they put a filter on Phil, and that's okay, because I'm like, yeah, I should be filtered on this yeah, one. Well, at that point, yeah. <laughs> they probably should have kept a mic out of your hand, but I had not been coached on what to say, and so I was basically told, Phil's got to interview him, because there was fear that thoughts might come out. Yeah, they, they didn't want thoughts in that interview. <laughs> no, no. But, I mean, that's just, like, your opinion, man. Overall, everybody still really enjoyed it. Yes. And, I mean, 
they didn't put on a, a, a bad show or anything. It just wasn't. It was. Let's just say it this way: after seeing Infamous Quick and the, the 99, 99 up there, it was. They didn't have as much energy. No, is what I'm going to say no. And it, it just uh, those two bands went up and absolutely killed just. it, and it would be hard to follow for anybody. Infamous Quick just killed it, and just when you think it couldn't get, like. Everybody had already splooged, you had thought. And then yeah. the 99 came up and just kicked the door straight in again. Yeah. And, you know, just a really good show all oh. the way through. I'm still amped up about it, man. Yeah. I've, been, I've been on cloud nine. I am, too. And I, w- I was so happy to see that the possibility of bad weather didn't keep people away. I was right. kind of afraid of that because it was, it was the supposed biggest... to be from noon on. Right. Like Rainy and storms. Th- but, man, it was It, it all was went huge. around I mean, I, I've played at festivals where there's, like, big headliners, big national acts that don't have that good a turnout. And that was... It the, was it was the biggest Tuscola Palooza by far. There were there were well over a thousand people there at the height of it. Yeah. And and it was, you know, basically just in somebody's backyard. A gorgeous, awesome oh, what backyard. What a great property. Captain Excavate, the gentleman who owns Captain Excavating, uh, it's his property. And uh, it's perfect for it. And let me tell you what, there could have been another thousand, there could have been 2,500 people there, and it still would have had plenty of enough room. Because I guess I think there was probably between twelve and 1,400 people there at some point. Yeah. It, it, was, it was just all the way around. It was a great time. Like when I was up on stage, the one time I looked down, and it's just a sea of people, and I'm like, ooh, this is weird for me. I yeah. I kind of wondered how you were going to react to that, because I didn't know if you'd ever been up on a stage like that, looking out at that many people and having to have them pay attention to you and i i held my own yeah <laughs> yeah and and that would you know that wouldn't be the biggest crowd i've ever played in front of but it was it was by far probably the most into it crowd i've ever seen oh, at a show like that it was just it was so much fun let me tell you what too there were just some fucking beautiful women running around too holy christ and beautiful dudes yeah there are a lot of beautiful dudes too but i mean i'm not judging i i'm but. enamored with the drummer from the one band i can't help myself yeah oh Oh. It's a female for anybody that. Yeah, she has. It's a female. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> My friend is a dick, and here's why. <laughs> she friended me on Facebook already, but she does have a boyfriend, and her boyfriend happens to be named Phil, also. Yeah, but maybe she's into that. You're she's, more of a Phil than he is. She's a mechanical engineer, too. And yeah. A drummer. And fucking hot. Yeah. I'm talking smoke show. Yeah. They way, were so good, too. Way out of Phil's league. Oh, yeah, Sugar Punk Fairies were fucking badass, man. Those chicks rock. Like, I, I was joking, and normally I'm like, well, normally women, you know, they're not funny and they can't rock, but those chicks can fucking rock. Holy yeah. shit. They they definitely held their own. Yeah. And, and beyond. Yeah. So, Sugar Punk Fairies, you can play my festival anytime. That's <laughs> a very nice way of saying something very perverted. <laughs> I'm doing my best here because I want them to like me. <laughs> but, yeah, seriously, you know, late July, early August, be watching for this festival next year. Make sure you make your way out to it. And I think we're going to be a sponsor again next year. That was another great thing. Like, our podcast got mentioned all, oh, the all throughout the day. Time. It was crazy. We're on the T-shirts. They sold, what, 800 T-shirts, and they yeah. sold them all? Yep. And our logo's on that shit, so be looking for that, that shit. That tells you how the kind of turnout they had. When you get rid of when you order eight hundred of something and you get rid of all of them and you're selling them, yeah, that's that's pretty damn good. The other thing I want to talk about, it's in my notes even too. Just the fucking food. The food vendors kicked ass that were there. There were like four local food vendors, and they were all amazing. Yeah, they were. 
And they did well. They did so very well. So it had well everything you want. We just stocked up a cooler. Like Adam and I both had a cooler. And uh, it's, it's great. That's the great thing about Tuscola Palooza. I was rather I, shocked at how empty my cooler was when I got out. I looked. I took stock before I walked in here. And I bought an 18-pack of Coors Light and a 12-pack of, uh, of the uh, Twisted Teas. And there's four Twisted Teas and one Coors Light left in my cooler. Yeah. Somebody has a problem, and it's me. I There was a few of Mary's drinks. I had one. Yeah. You, you tried it. The uh, I, Yeah, it's good. The screwdriver. The yeah, the screwdriver. Screwdrivers. Um, there was a couple of those left, only like five beers. and But I also dipped into your Twisted Teas. <laughs> and I said, that's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the one cool thing I thought, too, is you could you could just bring your own booze, bring your own beverages and everything else. It wasn't expensive. So, you so pay you, the 15 bucks to get that's in, all and you that, pay, that's all. If, if you want to buy you could get through the whole concert if you probably ate. You could probably eat as much food as you want. Bought a T-shirt, paid entry, and you're still in it for less than fifty bucks for a whole fucking day of great bands. Oh yeah, and and you could bring your own food there. Yep. You know, I, I saw people that had the little gas grills and stuff mm-hmm. out under the tents, and you know, it was just it was just a really cool day. What up and I cannot wait for next year now already. Holy I know shit. it. I kind of want them to do it again this weekend. I know. I don't know if my liver could handle it. I don't. I would probably die very quickly if I did that every weekend, but I kind of want to do it every weekend. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It made me feel... I haven't felt like this and that and this in a long time. It made me happy to be alive once again. It's amazing how just, you know... And it's it's funny, and, and I know you notice this because you, you talked about it, that I, I heard you talking about it with uh, a couple of the people in the bands that... There's such a a brotherhood between people back there playing. There's no competition. No. Nobody nobody's back there going, "Oh, we're so much better than them," or "We're great." You know, everybody just appreciates what everybody gets up there and does. It's just it's the, a good. The lead time. singer of Turbulence, Heather, she was there from the very very beginning of the motherfucker till she was out in the crowd to when when uh, Detroit Rock City quit playing at midnight. Yeah, just supporting everybody. Yep. So, you know, and we saw that with a lot of bands. The Blind yeah. Riots were there the whole they, day. They hung out for the whole day. They were like kids. Well, I call them kids. They're in their mid-20s, I'd say late 20s. They were like kids <laughs> in candy stores, man. They, yeah. Did you see the glow they had, man? It was when we interviewed them. They just, we ended up, what, we did our interview, and then we chatted with them for another half an hour, I saw yeah. 20 minutes to a half an hour. They were just really great guys. And, that you know, that's part of it, too, is everybody there was local. All these bands, yeah. you know, other than Detroit Rock City, which was obviously from Fort Wayne. Right. No, they were all from Detroit. Nailed it. <laughs> so you know they, uh, everybody was local. So it was it was really cool to see all the talent. And one of the bands, the Mercurials, that were there, very very talented band. These, they were they could they have were been tight easily of the nine bands. They were right up in the probably the top three for talent wise yeah. across the board. And and they. Uh, just the coolest guys ever to to. They gave talk us a to. great interview. Then they wanted to hang out. Yeah, and, and then you know we're talking to them and. Uh, where are you guys? You know where are you guys from? Oh, Carol. Yeah, <laughs> it's like what? We're from the Carol. Yeah, your guys. You, there's that much talent in Carol, so you know it was just really cool to see that that there was that much local talent, and uh, you know these bands play all over though. I mean, I, li- I would. I think the for when we've talked about this, uh, the Mercurials and Blind Riot, if they stay together and they keep working, doing what they're doing, they're going to go places. I feel like, and I'm, yeah. and I already know like the '99 and Infamous Quick are already there they're going to be at that level or more those two yeah. bands are so yeah it, it it was just really cool it, it's cool to watch somebody like that that you really know you know kind of like uh 
you know, Greta Van Fleet, but I, I thought the Blind Riots have a much better sound on their original stuff. And better looks. Yeah. Than Greta Van Fleet. So I, I, I could see them having They're, that kind of All of them are uh, handsome, handsome dudes. They have good attitudes. Their stage presence is phenomenal. Yeah. You know, I mean, and that, that's what I noticed. Their when lead got, singer's good. He's good. He's very personable. Yeah. You know, and uh, they, they just have a complete package. They've got a great guitar player. Their bassist is a madman. So, you know, their drummer was on, on point. Yeah. And he was funny, too, when I got to interview him for the, yeah, the he, man on the street thing. Let's just put it this way. He and I wouldn't kick Betty White, current version of Betty White, out of bed. He no, agreed with that, and it was no. amazing. I I could see you guys Eiffel Tower and Betty oh, White together. Yeah, we'd just be high-fiving like it's our yeah. job. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, so if you're out there listening, it's, that's a possibility, both Betty White. <laughs> so bottom line, watch Tuscolapalooza.com. Oh. Get out there for it next year. Please. It, I mean... It's going to be one we're of the take, best days of, of music. It's not watch. just going to be you and I heading out there next year. It's going to, we're going to take a crew. No, yeah, we're going to take a crew out there. thanks to Mikey and Matt Smith for stopping out. Mikey Smith and Matt Smith. Oh, that was awesome boss, to see them out that there. That they showed up. I appreciate, I sent them a, like, I appreciate you guys showing up. Yeah, I, I was, it was so cool to see them coming out. And, uh, and I, I think they had a good time. They got there kind of late. Yeah. Matt failed at winning the Cornhole Tournament he in failed. Deckerville. Matt, you suck. You failed. I mean, that's the only disappointment. That you've been to us in a long time, so but that is a pretty huge disappointment that you yeah. didn't win that. We'll let it slide this. You're time. throwing a bag of corn in a hole, goddammit. You do always, it better. There's always next year. Get practicing. Get practicing. No, uh, yeah. no it was awesome to see those guys come out. Great to see some uh, familiar faces, and uh, I'm sure they'll be out with us next year. We'll, we'll we'll have a whole crew of people. We had Mary out there taking pictures. Yes, yeah, thanks, Mary. She, she took some badass she took pictures. Some phenomenal pictures, and. Uh, just uh, and as a matter of fact, Chase, the lead singer of Blind Riot, he changed his. Um, it's I think it's his profile pic now too. Yeah, the one one of the pics that Mary took. Well, she just takes such nice pictures yeah. and and just dials in her settings really good. And, and she had a blast. She said today, she goes, you know, it was really cool to just kind of be able to freely go out there and take pictures of whatever I wanted, wherever yeah. I wanted, and and get all these really great shots. And uh, she's been going through them. She's got she's been posting some of them on Facebook, but she goes, I got to get with all these bands and stuff and get them these pictures because they're I she's so proud of the way they turned she out. She even made me look good somehow cuz she took a couple pictures of me it's talking on stage. It's a filter. It's a filter. Like she sent them to me today and I'm like I don't look that good. I know a, that for a fact. A P H I L T E R. Yeah, like it's a I, filter. look at that. I actually look good on stage. Yeah, it's weird. It's and, probably, then, and then she sent me those gratuitously and I'm just like oh. Yeah. I'm at, I'm at work today and I those pop through and I'm like yeah. All right. So, yeah, like I say, bottom line, get out there. Watch the website, TuscolaPalooza.com. Um, the minute they release tickets, you should get them because uh, next year I, I think they could get full. They're going to sell all they can because I think they are, they're, they're capped at some capacity, I would say, and I would guess probably about 2500 They might not even go that much just because right. of the parking They might go 2000 even, so get your tickets. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but and they we already talked. We already had a shuttle bus going to the party store. I know, so you could buy during beer. every break, so you could buy beer and stuff. Right. So it wasn't like you had to pack everything you needed for the whole day. Right. Take a small cooler and, it, and between every band, go up and get a six pack or whatever. And, oh, Eric, Eric is awesome, and uh, I think I, 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 I definitely bonded a lot with Eric throughout the day. So oh, it's cool. Mike Abraham's awesome. All the guys, you know, Brad. Uh, from Eric's band, Terry. Mike's just a rock star, but he's yeah. When he's in that setting, I'm not on his level, 
but when he's in the setting of us doing the, the, the YouTube stuff or him coming on here, then I feel like I could I could fence with him a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. But, and, but he's a fucking rock star. I but mean, the, the guy's the great a rock thing star. Is, the great thing is, is to volley back and forth and learn from each other and, yeah. and, and get that, you know, get get all of it down. You know he's I mean? a rock star. When he got on stage with the 99, I, I knew him not in that. I didn't know him as the lead singer of the 99. I knew him as the guy we fucked around with and we did the YouTube we spent a, we spent hours what re, just recording shit and comedy yeah. riffing off each other. Then he gets on stage and this guy's a fucking rock star. Like, and I'm like, holy shit! That persona switches on. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. holy shit! Like that that is this guy's fucking legit. Like I would have, I wouldn't have, I would have been intimidated by him had I seen him in the capacity of playing for the '99 before I actually met him and hung out with him. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Yeah, no, I mean he's just totally a normal guy that yeah. just likes to hang out, have a few beers. And then gets on stage that that switch flips the sleeves come off. That's and, the thing uh, I tell you. What happened to your <laughs> sleeves? <laughs> hey, Eric doesn't have a permit for a gun show. <laughs> we were fucking with him before he went on. <laughs> what a couple of assholes! I know that's what they're all thinking. I, I don't know people. I think we we disarmed a lot of people though comedically because we were just fucking around with people all day and being oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, but in, in like a, I was telling stories. Like, I need to tell my flipbook quitting story because oh, the yes. ladies love yes. that one. That was. So, we're, we're going to shift gears here now, yeah. get more back to our regular format, stop gloating about what a great time we had that anybody who wasn't there didn't have that needs to be there next year. Humble brag. Yeah. Get your damn tickets. Um, so, we, uh, I have a gigantic gear to grind. Go on, because I have one too. So, I'm, I'm running, I, I, my day was just crazy. Uh-huh. I was supposed to try and be at the Brown City office by about 2 o'clock. And at 2 o'clock, I was finally leaving the hospital. I'm like, I have to grab some kind of lunch. McDonald's uh-huh. won't be busy, so I'll swing through. So ahead of me pulls like a a truck with a fifth wheel horse trailer on it or cattle hauler that's got to be like a 40-foot trailer. And that dumbass in that little Marlette parking lot is trying to go through the drive through with this thing. Boo. And like running over the curb and, and like the plants. Gay! Yes, very. <laughs> very. And it, so he's running over the plants. <laughs> and I'm looking at him like, there's no way. So he's got to, to make the turn, he couldn't get near the window where you have to pay, so he had to get out of the truck and go up there and then do the same thing when he got food because his truck or his trailer would not clear the eight foot sign what an asshole and he's blocking the whole thing there's a lineup of cars behind him of people who like just trying to get the hell out of there <laughs> and uh just totally clueless and i'm thinking this is the caliber of people that the marlette stockyards brings in i was i was i'm watching this guy and i'm i'm one vehicle ahead of him and i'm just thinking what a asshole what an asshole i mean get out of your fucking truck and get your mcnuggets you stupid redneck <laughs> you goddamn redneck oh that that was an sfr if i've ever seen one yes stupid fucking redneck yes and they had a sign on the side of their trailer wow that was really good that was yeah i've been practicing that one aren't I? You are. That's pretty spot on. But yeah, I, w- I was just, I was pissed at this guy. And I, I said to the person at the window, 
Um, it was a younger guy, and I'm like, hey, uh, you might want to let your boss know that this stupid redneck's going to take out the corner of your building. And I mean, he did. It was so close. <laughs> but he took out all the bushes. Like, they have these nice, pretty bushes and all these, like, lava rock right there Love by the building. Love and hate. Get Crunch. it wrong. They were just they were just mashed. You crushed know. me right back down to size. <laughs> Which was flat. Yeah. Sorry, that Bush song seemed apropos right there. It did. <laughs> the singing didn't. No, that was terrible. Much like me running lights, I can't sing on key either. You could have went on last. (laughs) 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 Oh, shit. Sorry. Oh, shit. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. Oh, shit. So, I post on the P&A Podcast Express page today. And I name all the bands and thank them for rocking. And I left off Detroit Rock City. And honestly, it might have been purposely. It might have been not purposely, subconsciously. We'll never know. And then Matt pipes in. Matt Smith pipes in. Wait, weren't there nine bands? Yeah, which surprised me on a lot of fronts that he would not only be able to do the math, but <laughs> but that he would call it out like that. By the way, co- comment of the day, like fucking Winnie. <laughs> yes. That's a mic drop right there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw that and I started dying laughing. So good on good on you, Matt. Whatever, whatever you lack for saying on the podcast, you made up for right there. Oh, that comment just we'll forgive you for not winning at cornhole Saturday. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. Because you won at everything. Then you else. go and do something like this and totally redeem yourself. You uh, you totally won uh, the internet with that. <laughs> you you win the internet. So one of my worst fears came to fruition on Saturday. Yes. The, you know, it's a festival, so there's Porta Johns. Yes. And I had been drinking. Yes. And I had Mexican food. Yes. So I was farty. Yes. So I didn't look at the, the queue. That's, that's what Europeans call lines. I didn't look at the line behind me, a.k.a. the queue. But apparently about two to three spots behind me was one of the most, probably one of the most attractive and pretty, be- most beautiful women I've seen in my life, like, Way up there. So I goes into Portageon and I pee, and I just cut a jimungus fart, and it stunk terribly. <laughs> it was bad. And so Which I, is the one nice thing about being in an outdoor festival like this, <laughs> is you don't really have to worry about it when you're outside. You can just right. let it so, go. So I goes to walk out, you know, and I'm rubbing the, the hand sanitizer on my hands, and she's literally like four foot from the door heading in to... What the Porta John that I had just sullied with a terrible fart, and so all I could think of is it wasn't me. Is all I said to her as she walked in. <laughs> so you know, you know, she got in there and it just offended every one of her senses, probably. And she's thinking to herself, "It wasn't you, yeah, right, you son of a bitch." That's not coming from down in the hole. That's more like vapid up in the air. And oh. it was a terrible fart. It was it was long, it was loud, and it was stinky. Like it, So this hot chick just goes to dive in there because she had to pee. So she had to sit in my filth for a good probably 15 to 30 seconds while, while she was using the... I'm sorry. Whoever you are, I'm sorry. Um, well, I'm sure now she's not a listener. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, that motherfucker... And I went on stage after that, so she's probably looking up and... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wasn't me. Mm-hmm. I bet he still stinks up there. <laughs> no wonder nobody's very close to him up there. 
No wonder nobody get on the mic with him. I, just, I couldn't. You know, it's just nature. I would. I was peeing, so I let one rip, and then I didn't know. You know, I was. I would have felt much better had some big lug fat dude like me like walked in there and be like, hey, 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 I know you've bombed a few people like this in the past, but instead this beautiful creature walks into walks into what I can only describe as um, a shitstorm. And, and all I could muster up was, it wasn't me, as I'm waving my, in front of my nose. I was, I was wafting the airway, and I said, it wasn't me. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, oh, no. Well, <laughs> whoever you are out there, darling, I'm sorry. Well, she's not the same. No, she's forever changed. <laughs> Actually, that might have permeated her skin. And she's going to have to explain that to people for the rest of her life. She's going to walk around smelling like that forever. <laughs> well, you see what happened was. <laughs> you see what had happened was. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. So, so that's my kind of gear to grind. It, that's one of my worst fears. Like, you know, when you're using a portage on, you know, setting like that, that, that I would do something like that. And I remember when I let it go, I'm thinking to myself, Oh, that felt good. Then I'm like, oh, shit, somebody's going to come in here, like, right after I do, because there was a line. And you see, that was the day I lost my sense of smell. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, this chick, too. I mean, she's she's going to be older. (laughs) Just a hottie. She's going to be like, her daughter's going to come up to her and say, Mommy, smell this flower. I can't. That's the day that it all fell apart. She's going to have that picture of you on stage in her wallet and be like, <laughs> it was this guy. This is why. <laughs> this is why. This guy in his Led Zeppelin shirt looking like a big dumbass. <laughs> this this methane factory. <laughs> <laughs> he exploded the portage on. Because I thought to myself, you know, I'm like, oh, fuck it. It's. You know, nobody's going to know it, it was me. I walked in, and I re- prayed for the sweet release of death. <laughs> and then I thought, no, this is what it smells like. <laughs> it was bad. Like, it, you know, it offended me when your own farts, like, normally you like your own brand, but this, this was way off. But I got to say, though, things have been weird for me. Ever since I chugged a half a gallon of chocolate well, milk. Dude. Things have been weird for me. Yeah, that'll happen. Like, that whole night, I've never farted in my sleep more than that night after drinking it. The dog was pissed. I woke up and I look over and Bella's just like, you're a fucking asshole. Because I, I farted on her all night long. Like, I probably farted 50 times throughout well, the night. The damn dog should move. Well, that's what I said. If you don't I mean, like you don't, it, you don't like it, there's a rug on the floor. You don't, like, stuff her head in the back of your underwear. No, anything, I don't. Do <laughs> yeah. I put her nose right in, right in between the cheeks. <laughs> there I'm you like, go, dog. Take this, you damn dog. <laughs> oh, your, sen- your sense of smell is ten times greater than ours? Well, this is going to be amazing. <laughs> this is going to sting a little. <laughs> No wonder she's been so... She's been depressed all week, too, since that night. She doesn't look at me the same. When I come home, she, like, approaches me with her tail kind of, like, tucked in between her legs, like, is it going to happen again? Like, burying her head? Yeah. She's like, I thought we was friends. (laughs) I got to go roll in something. I I keep shitting in about the same spot so I can roll in it later so I can get this... (laughs) Stink off me. I hope somebody hits a skunk on the road. So, yeah, that's the chocolate milk aftermath. That chocolate milk sat in my stomach like a 
brick until about noon the next day. And I had farts. And my farts have been weird ever since. Like, I think it changed. You know how you have the bacterium flora in your stomach? Yeah. I think it changed that for me because there's been a tectonic <clears throat> shift in my farts and so, how they smell and the quantity. We discussed this a little bit, but have you ever been that tired after consuming something? No. I, dude, if I ever need to fall asleep bad, I'm just going to be like, all right, get the half gallon of milk out. Well, it was terrible. Like, I don't know. And I managed to muster up the mustard to have another about pitcher and a half of beer after that, too. Oh, and I, I couldn't get drunk. I was Well, Joey said uh, the beer drinking kind of stopped after you guys got the half gallons of milk out. It's like, well, yeah, there's no room left, and I can't even keep my eyes open. Just wait until the quick trip when we do the, uh, the, the six-foot-long Coney Dog Challenge. Two yards of fucking the, fury. The six-foot deep-throat foot-long challenge. I was looking forward to it, but all of a sudden I'm not. Yeah. I'm... I don't. I gotta go cook the damn things too. Ugh. Yeah. Well, at least they'll be done well. Oh shit! You should make them into a stir fry. Yeah, stir fry <laughs> hot dogs. Yum, yum. So, so yeah. I told my notes here. Porta John etiquette. That's in my note for that. Tuscola food. Len, fucking Len, the lead singer of Tricks. That guy's a fucking riot. Oh, he's hilarious. Man, you almost gotta kill him to get stage time though. Like he's oh, a yeah. fiend. Yeah, he, he's, he is a, as he described, a Mike whore. Big time. Like, we went up there and we wanted to read the sponsors. And he's like, no, nah, I don't think we need to. Plus, I'm talking. I'm like, all right, Len, carry on. <laughs> yeah. Remember but, when he's, oh, yeah. I'm talking. But I think he was a few beers in by then, too. Yeah, he, yeah, that guy. But, like, I would love to have him on the podcast sometime. Oh, he'd Len, be a you got to come on the, on the podcast. podcast. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And we got to get, we, you know, we will. We, we discussed this at the show that we, we need to go back and do some more video stuff with the old guys rocking. But we're going to get Eric and, uh, and Mike on here. Oh, they'll be on the podcast, yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll get them going. It'll, it'll be a good time. We, we are going to have to make a trip over there soon to finish up our interviews because we slacked on two bands, which were the 99 and Infamous Quick. So, whoopsie. Whoops. Sorry, fellas. Sorry, guys. But we, we know where to find you. <laughs> so it was, it was cool though i mean it's so funny because one of our interviews who was it with was it with random we basically just ask them their names and they're yeah. like all right cool <laughs> yeah you're good they, they didn't seem very um into the interview thing uh turbulence was okay for their interview um sugar we, sugar pump fairies were fun to interview. well you didn't you you were very distracted during that interview. I was super distracted. Stacy, I'm sorry. If you ever listen to my podcast, just know that you're hot. And a good drummer. She was a really good drummer. And the coolest thing, Mary got a great picture of, she had stuffed animals in her drum, rather than like a pillow or any right. stuffed animals. That was very... That's the way to go. It's unique. Sugar punk fairy-ish. Very sugar punk fairy-ish. Yeah. I think they were Care Bears. Care Bears care a lot. Yes. Oh, caretastic, care, carelicious. This I just uh, I know we're back to back to square one to talk about Tuscaloosa, but it kind of involved a lot of our life. I mean, yeah. I, so I've 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 hit on all my notes. Look at that now. Oh, there's one. So my friend's a dick, and here's why. And it kind of encompasses all of my friends back in the day. I don't know if you remember when uh, I think it was the '90s and early 2000s when it was very. Um, in style to put whatever your vehicle make was like if you had like a a, a beretta 
you got a sticker that said Beretta, and you put it across your top oh, of your yeah, windshield. Definitely. So we'd always fuck with each other. Like, anytime we saw somebody, we'd be like, hey, is that a Beretta? Even though it says it right across the fucking windshield. So I bought a car, and it was a Beretta, and it had one of those, so I took it up. Then we decided to take it a step further. We just randomly went out and bought, like, 20 of these nameplate stickers with various car names on them, and we fucking put them on people's cars that it wasn't that brand of car or that, that style of car. <laughs> just, <laughs> just to fuck with them. Like, put a Grand Prix on a fucking Citation and shit like that. And yeah. I did tell somebody at work the other day that in the past and currently, I will go to exceptionally great lengths for a good prank. Right. Like, I will put a ton of my own time, energy, and money into just five minutes of fuckery. Just fuckery, that's right. Yes. I'm, I'm kind of getting there to be the same way, too, just to fuck with people. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, so we would, we would carry these things around, and when we'd go to parties... And we'd hit up about two or three vehicles. We'd just scroll whatever it was to make sure. It, it could never match their car, of course. That way, that way, not only are we assholes, but they look like an asshole. Like, you're driving a fucking Pontiac, you're driving a Pontiac Citation, and it says Grand Prix across the windshield. You know? Oh, you're, you're driving a Chevy, but it says F-150 across the windshield. Oh, that would really piss the Chevy driver off, too. Yeah. So, I have a My Friend is a Dick and Here's Why story. Go on. Uh, the Dick is me. And there, well, there are many, many reasons why I'm a dick. All right. Um, we were discussing today at work uh, about like technical support and things like that. And I let I let a few people in on what, what I used to do when I used to work for North Star Bank. Um, not to give them a free plug or anything, but um, when I used to work there, huzzah! Um, and I was in the IT department when certain people would call at the bank. Yeah. <clears throat> and they would need help with something. I would always answer the same way. I'd be like, hello, this is Charles. You have called me on the tech support. Please thank you for calling me on the televas. How may I help you? And uh, I had them convinced, like about a dozen people through our through our organization, that we had to. We were so busy, we had to outsource. We had to outsource some of our, our, <laughs> some of our IT department. Some of our tech support, yeah. And one, lady, one day, one lady's like, Charles, where are you at? Well, I'm located in Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> and uh, she's like, oh, yes, I love the football team here. I love the Giants. The Atlanta Georgia Giants. <laughs> and uh, she's like, oh, okay, yes, I'm a huge Giants fan. I go to games all the time in Atlanta Georgia to watch the Giants. And uh, I knew that this person actually, like, watched football. Was a football fan, yeah. And uh, it took her about three times for uh, for me, I, I actually told her one time, I'm like, oh, did you see the Giants game this weekend? And she's like, I did. And it, it was like they were playing in, like, Seattle. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yes, I was at the game. And she's like, you, you were at, at the game? Oh, yes, I go to see the Giants here in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> she's uh, like, I don't think you're really in Atlanta. <laughs> oh, yes, I'm in Atlanta. I'm in Atlanta. <laughs> So I'm very much in Atlanta. But I let that go on for months. Oh, I mean, geez. just months of people thinking that we had offshore. That's the long con right there. Yeah, yeah. I I wasn't in that one for the uh, short payoff. It was it was the long term. And then you know I'd go to their branches or something, and I would talk like Charles, and they'd just be like, oh, "You son of a bitch, you asshole!" Ah, you got us. Although I had one person tell me. Wow, you sound just like Charles. Do you ever talk to him? You do I'm a like, great Charles impression. I'm like, oh, of course. I talk to him all the time. <laughs> so not everybody 
is a rocket surgeon. Is a rocket surgeon. We're so. not all rocket surgeons. Play, I. That's amazing. That's amazing. Ooh. Have we received any emails? Uh, not recently. Did we get one from that guy that wanted to promote our shit? Oh, yeah. We, we always get those. Yeah. We get a lot of those. People want to promote our shit. They want us to pay them to promote our shit. I have filled out a couple surveys for about how they're setting this thing up for Amazon podcasts. Yeah, cool. Hopefully that pans out. Yeah, that, that'd be cool. I mean, we're, we're in as far as like being on Amazon podcasts, but like they're trying to make this whole community of podcasters and podcast listeners. And, uh, but we don't so, play yeah. well together. No. Unlike we're, musical art, local musical we, artists, we fight to the death. We, well, oh, I thought you meant us and listeners. Oh, oh, no. Fuck the listeners. Yeah. They don't know good comedy. We've already no. known. We know that. We're 80-some episodes in. and Oh, yeah. it was funny that one time when Phil farted on air. Like, that's the funniest part of the whole show. We're going to make episode five the, fun, the, the most popular one. Yeah, but yeah. Even though episode two is maybe a better drink. Episode two eclipses it, yes. I know, I can't... What the fuck was happening in... Ep- Cookie, what was happening in episode five? Yeah, clue us in. Yeah. Because I'm not going to listen to that shit. I'm joking. <laughs> I don't want to listen to that shit. I ain't not going to waste my time doing that. But my mom says in the Roomba, and the Roomba listens to the podcast on its own. She put a speaker on the Roomba, and it just rolls around playing the podcast. <laughs> we, we get... It's on a loop, and then the, the views really go up. It's like, Mom, don't run the Roomba at 7.30 on Mondays. That's when we release the podcast. It'll just be spinning in circles because it, yeah. it got a new podcast. And the Roomba... It, it, that it, means it is time in the episode for the random PNA podcast, not Express, clip of the week. My mom my mom says that the Roomba plays the, the podcast and then it sucks twice as much. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I don't. I don't know. We did, by the way, twice. I counted twice on Saturday when the, the podcast was mentioned. Somebody said PNA podcast. They forgot the Express, and I'm like, oh, these people are in for a rude awakening. <laughs> All right, random PNA podcast clip of the week. Let's go. From strolling through Red Square, unless they are on a leash. Can we just... How does this place have camels and elephants? Like, is it a zoo? What is this place? (laughs) They don't. It's just loss. Also, it is illegal to play percussion instruments in any bathroom. (laughs) What the fuck? You can't play percussion instruments in any... So you can't be bongo beating somebody's ass. It's illegal to play percussion instruments in any restroom. Are you beating your meat in there? <laughs> you know that's illegal. Are you harping on your dongle over there? Do I, do I hear meat beating? You know you can't play that percussion. You, you got to take that somewhere else. Percussion. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> October 1st, 2012. <laughs> sure. Matt's being awful patient. That's a long yes. pause for them. Even dead air. Them. Dead air. Dead air. I'm uncomfortable. This is 
amazing. <laughs> we waited that long for that. Also, their holidays are amazing as well because they're all related to food. What are these yeah, dipshits talking about? I, I love it. It's absolutely fantastic. It's amazing. It's fantastic. It's, wait, wait, wait. Adam, wait, wait, wait. Wait, pause. It's it's amazing. It's fan. I can't do it. I can't do I it, I know Bill. you can't. I know. <laughs> so we should try to track those dipshits down and have them on our podcast. I don't want that much dead air. I know. You Here, know, wait. it's so... It always pissed Eddie off because I would run around the station like a madman yelling, dead air, dead air. <laughs> we had dead air at the radio station. He's like, I know. <laughs> and he's all like, I know. Wait, let me simulate this for you. Yeah. And uh, here we have the gentleman from the P&A Podcast Express, Austin, whatever the other guy's name is. How you doing, guys? Amazing. <laughs> you nailed it. You fucking killed it. Yeah. So there, we don't have to have them on now. <laughs> you just did. Yeah, I, virtually. You're welcome. <laughs> this we, interview was fantastic. So we were telling that story to, I think, Eric, how their, and their, their views on their, their shit's like gone up tenfold now on oh, each yeah. one of their fucking episodes. Hopefully we've given a bump to uh, the old guys rock. We need to post that Time Life music video. Yeah, that's a good Time's one. Time's running out life music video. That's right. That was pretty good. The rink, we need to drink wrinkled Russians. Yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> insure with vodka. Do they serve that here? We, we could go buy some Insure. That, that is pretty. we got to give credit to them for that. The wrinkled yeah. Russian is, uh, is the old guys rocking. That's solid. Yeah, that, that's pretty good. So, yeah. They're, uh, oh, you know. the line of Saturday because we had the old guys rocking. They have their little bar that they have, and we yes. had it just posted on their little tent, and it was a Shinerbach tent. What do you guys sell in here? Uh, is there beer? And then we had shot glasses out. I know, and then there were shot glasses too. And people were like, "Oh, we woke up and gonna get in the shot glass." I kind of, I kind of forgot to give those away at a certain point too. I gave a bunch away. Did you? Yeah. Good. I started whipping them at people. Chunk. It's like, hey, you drunk? Wake up! And they're like, I'm not even sleeping. <laughs> you look like it. I was like, stop mm. squinting into the sun, and I whip it at them. Isn't that great, big fat girl? Oh shit! Why is Matt turned around in his chair looking at us? I don't know. I can feel my crotch getting warm. I know that's the way we want it. That is what we like. You know, get in real close to the mic and just look at him and talk. My dad like. Yeah, look look at him. Look at him over there. Just look at him real close and like get in here real close and look at him. My my dad talked. My dad left my mom because she wanted a vacuum for Christmas and he refused to buy it for her. Instead he bought her an exercise bike. And, and you and you could get if you have a man around, you don't need a vacuum, he sucks so much. He just sucks a lot. He's not a great big fat sucking guy. <laughs> I can't wait until people hear this, and then they see Matt, and they go, Oh, you're the guy that sucks. Oh, man, you suck. Look at I mean, he's he's really self-conscious about what we're talking about over here looking at him. He's feeling hey, for his wallet. There's no way he beats me in the Julie's over there challenge. giving the uh, mouthing signals with her hands yeah, like, man, like, man, like man, she man, knows man. what's going like on. she knows what the fuck we're talking about. Meow, 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 meow,
And now an interview with Charlie Brown's teacher. You're way too active for Charlie Brown's teacher. You might be Charlie Brown's PE teacher. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, another picture. Another one bites the dust. Thank you, Lyndon. Damn, Marky Post died. I saw that man. She had great tits. She was just—I mean, for the era, she was pretty hot. Fuck yeah. We said she, Matt. We're talking about you. <laughs> so I thought Marky Post was hot when yeah. she was younger. Yeah. yeah. She had great tits, too. Way better than Matt's. Way better than Matt's. I just saw him. His have a weird coloration to them. What is that color? How would you describe your nipples? That's weird. It's a weird color. They're... They're not level. One's pointing at the floor and one's pointing at the, his, his nose. They're, they're not level. They're not, they're not level. <laughs> You're not symmetrical. Oh. So, yes, Marky Post, we miss you already. 70, year, 70 years old. She was battling cancer the last three years. Yeah. Gone too soon. Never saw her tits. Oh, I wish I could have seen her tits. You know, we probably need to go on MrSkin.com and see if she ever had any nude scenes. I think she probably did, believe she it or probably not. Did. Get she on that. What are you doing? You got a fucking you got a computer right in front of you. Great radio. Great radio. We're going to look at Marky Post's tits and tell you how they are. But anyway, not to belittle her. I mean, she was gorgeous, I thought. She was a model, too, before she became an actress. And, uh, oh, God damn it. Oh. Mr. Skin says she had no nude scenes. Screw you, Mr. Skin. He does have a picture of her in lingerie, though, that's pretty provocative. Yeah. How would you describe it? Um, Titty? Yeah, I mean, there's a whole video thing that goes along with it here. Does, do they bounce up and down? Do they hang low? Do I, they wobble to and fro? I don't know. Throw? I got to sign up to play. Can you tie them in a knot? Can you tie them in a bow? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. That's how I want to remember my Marky Post. Yep. Thank God for the internet. God bless the internet. Before that, we had to jerk off to the Sears and Roebuck catalog. Or Cosmopolitan. Yes. Although... To be fair, to be fair, to be uh, fair, I there was a there was a Cosmopolitan that had Bette Midler in it, and she she had her tits hanging out for the most part. I mean, not nipples or anything, but I jerked off to that a couple times, and then I heard her talk, and it ruined it totally for me. Yeah. I'm like Bette Midler when it was just your tits. I could jerk off to it and complete. But doesn't once that, I heard you talk, especially sing, doesn't that happen? It was over with most women. Yeah. You're kind of right. I love your comment about the sugar pump fairies. I wonder if they're getting paid 70% of what all the men are here. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. 
I had a few beers in me at that point. I'm like now. <laughs> now look, Matt's over there trying to do what we're doing, but he can't do it as well because he doesn't have a microphone. And we're unflappable over here. Yeah, we don't really give a shit. We've been called worse by better. You see, we've been called worse by better. You know what the difference is? We don't give a shit, you say. We don't give a fuck! <laughs> you guys are I know you're not talking about Marky Post tits like we were. I'm pretty sure you're over there going, I can't wait to get six foot of wiener in me. What? You're about to have six foot worth of wiener in you. I can't wait to get six foot of wiener in me. We're all about to go fill the meat in our mouth tonight. Where are your fans at tonight? I don't know. Huzzah! Everybody's partied out. It's homecoming weekend? It was. <clears throat> Sorry. Good times in Deckerville. Where are we at there, boss? There were better times in Tuscola. They were the best of times. They were the worst of times. Uh, we are at... Yeah, we're at that point. We're at we're that gonna point. We're going to wrap this up? Yeah. Because we're going to have, as, as Katie points out, we no longer... Ch- yeah, we're just trips. two episodes. We just call them full episodes. We're still going to call them a quick trip for continuity purposes. Well, then, you know, it's the went out for a pack of smokes and never came back. And Yeah. yeah. Had a wife and kids in Baltimore. Jack, I went out for a ride and I never went back. We, we need to call it, like, the, the Daddy Issues episode. The Daddy Issues episodes? Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, the, the, the mats in the crowd are getting restless. I know. He's, he just wants that wiener in him. Yeah. He's like, where's that wiener? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take one of those all at once. <laughs> He's going to one bite one of those. I'm going to put some mustard on it, and I'm going to take it all down. The old one-hitter. Yeah, huzzah. I love them french fried taters. Yeah, and I love them biscuits with mustard. You got anything to put on them taters? You, I got some mustard, mister. All right, give me that mustard. You ought to behave like that. You get the board. <laughs> I got some mustard, mister. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Who cast this asshole? <laughs> Meanwhile, you know, Billy Bob's killing it with his... Yeah, I'm going to put on an Oscar performance. Why don't you just lamely say something about mustard? I got some mustard, mister. (laughs) What's your motivation for this scene? I got mustard. Fantastic. (laughs) You roll with that. Well, I'm over here directing the shit out of the mustard guy. (laughs) (laughs) So is it just yellow mustard? Yep, just plain yellow mustard, mister. All right, that's fine, totally fine. Like, didn't they have ketchup then? I don't... Not in the bayou, they didn't. They didn't have them. Um, got them mustard and them french fried taters. Yeah, no, you don't. No, not to talk like that. I had a GPS that had... I guess I'll take some of them french fried taters. I had a GPS that I put the Sling Baby voice on. Yeah. I got some mustard, mister! Up here in about 200 feet, you're going to want to take a left or you get the board. Did it actually say that? Yeah. Y'all turn around here real soon so you can get in the right direction. <laughs> oh. It was pretty great. So Sling Blade and Bad Santa 
are my two favorite Billy Bob things. When he's he's fucking that chick in the ass dressed up as Santa, and he's like, "You ain't gonna shit right for a week." <laughs> what a great scene! Oh, oh man, he didn't win an Oscar for that. No, he didn't. <laughs> Maybe if he'd have put some mustard on it. <laughs> you got any lube? I got mustard. I got mustard, Mister. That'll work just fine. <laughs> A little bit dry. You got something to put on I, there? I, I need something for this ratchet hoe. <laughs> I got some mustard, mister. <laughs> All right, just swing it right on that winner. <laughs> about a foot long, Matt wants it. Just, just dab it all over that winner. <laughs> dab, 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 dab. <laughs> all right, I'll take them. Why don't you put two stripes on it? <laughs> It won't come back with two straps. <laughs> it's gonna be one big smear. <laughs> mm-hmm. Call it a sling blade. <laughs> All right. If you That's want. enough. That's enough. Yes. Yes. We uh. We done beat that joke to death. I'm gonna start the music, so we're forced to stop. He's it. Adam Filkins. I'm Phil Nickel. Email us at pineapple pineapple at gmail.com or PNA Podcast Express at gmail.com. Make good choices.